I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's dumbest podcast network. I hate doing the intro properly. It feels really bad. It it's feels bad. really bad to have a stated goal and try our yeah. best to achieve it. Yeah. Because usually we start with just rambling on in until other, we get to. In, huh? the, in the other? In the other? Yeah, in the other. <laughs> when we're in the other, we yeah. find ourselves just kind of uh, rambling on until we find something to latch on to. Often, you know this, I think we go... M- like 90% of the podcast without introducing ourselves. Hmm. I don't think that's... All the big American podcasts I listen to, and I listen to a lot, I'm a freak. I'm a freak for those wonderful yanks. This is bad. <laughs> I love those yanks flapping their gums. They all, like, introduce Maybe themselves should... and make sure. They have, like, a fucking mission statement on theirs, and we have a mission statement, and we introduce ourselves in this one. And that feels so uncomfortable. Yeah, I hate it. Right? It sucks. But yeah. what, we should be starting more up. Okay, cool. You want to start more up? Yeah, sure. All right. All right, here we go. Actually, you know what, Demi? What? What I've just realised is I fucking love having a having, like having, a, having, a, having a structured beginning. Okay. I'm feeling Welcome it. Welcome to No Strong Feels about Harry Potter. My name's Jimmy Lada. And I'm Tom Walker. No, you have to get your own voice. And I'm Tom Walker. Yeah, we're going to be giving away an icy cold can of coke, so get yourselves here to Woolies where the Black Thunder will be waiting. That really was the voice that dominated commercial radio back in the day, huh? It's pretty good. It's so good. The gargling that you can hear, like just like trembling the back of their throat is so beautiful. Talking so far yeah. in the back of their mouth that you can hear just the uvula. Just yeah. <laughs> this is, that's what this sound is what Australians sound like to everyone else. <laughs> It sounds like that, but you also got to bring the nose into it to pull a uh, full-on Australian impression in. So this is what everyone thinks Australian sounds like. 
It's like you're <laughs> dipping in and out of the water. Yeah, but I'm being showbiz Australian. Oh, so I you're see. regular Australian, and I'm like a Ronal Hopes. Anyway, Green Grandel, Boy Boy Ladoy. Okay, now she's doing Simlish. Yeah, doing but it's, simlish. A, it's Australian Simlish. So yeah, right. Grongo jumps. Gongy Long Long, oh. Rim Ram, Chambi Dan. Today we're discussing uh, 2123 to 2817 of Harry Potter <laughs> and the Chamber of Secrets. No, those are our favourite numbers. Today we'll be talking about 21, 23, 28 and 17. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, 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 and the always, jackpot ball. What's that fucking always, thing? Wait, Demi, I've got I've Well, got yeah, tell No, I would like to hear your joke, please. Okay. Uh... Now, the rule of blackjack is never hit on 17, mm. but I'd love to. It's such a sexy number. That's really funny. Thank you. Is that the rule? Never hit on 17? I don't think you should because it's like mathematically that's a bad call, right? Let's continue with the pod, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack, let's continue on down this dusty old road. Am huh? I, Jack? Yes. Uh, we open with a single-decker bus in frame. That's the first note I have. Yes, and I spy a certain Anglia. <laughs> That's right, Demi. The Ford Anglia that methinks will become of great importance for the following few minutes. Oh, but who am I to say? A common watcher, I mean. This is the voice of someone who goes to the cinema and orders all of their confectionery using <laughs> opera glasses to see the prices. <laughs> Oh, my monocle verily fell from my face when I saw the price of the jumbo popcorn. Let me use my handled monocle so that I might see the price of the malted teasers. You're saying that this cup is collectible? Well, well, it'll go ever so well in my collectible vault. (laughs) I'll enjoy tossing it in with the bear pelts and the other artifacts of civilizations gone as it portrays all of the Avengers. A large, a large popped corn and chocachola meal for me. Oh, and you say that it's only $27. Tuppence, my dear! Tuppence! Now I see that you've got Iron Man tickets for sale. Mm, a trifle common for me. <laughs> Gold man or bust, says I. <laughs> Supreme, do you have some kind of alchemy machine that can turn the man from iron into something a little bit more favorable for a soft one such as I? Giles, Giles, come here. I'll show you the wonderful plan I have to win over Meredith. I'm about to cut a hole in the bottom of my caviar box. So I can later put it in her caviar box. Yes, she'll offer to I'll offer the caviar box to her, turn it to her, and when she plunges that hand down into the depths, it's it? not fish eggs that she'll find, but a, a phallus <laughs> full of man eggs. <gasps> um, did you like that I implied that a rich woman's pussy is a caviar box? I really loved it. Yeah. I yeah. F- felt like you did, actually. I got confused because I thought I was, like, I I understand now that what you were saying <laughs> is that the hand job would give rise to full-on fucking, but yeah. I thought that your thing was, like, if you pulled the popcorn box thing, the uh, other person's immediate reaction was to start fucking the dick they found in the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> what if they... <laughs> what if they... <laughs> 
like. Uh oh, <laughs> here comes Denny's big idea. <laughs> You can't have joke parades. They're mine to throw oh, for you. Is, okay, go ahead. Um, imagine if you reached down into the popcorn box, you found the dick and got so excited that you just ripped it off and like <laughs> chucked it straight in your gob, chew, 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 swallow before the guy even feels that it's gone. <laughs> the trailers aren't even done yet as well. Yes. He has to sit there awkwardly throughout Dickless. the whole thing, bleeding out. <laughs> yeah. All <Morning>. right. <laughs> Literally a milliseconds <laughs> into <laughs> the first fucking... frame. <laughs> so, here, so um, they're late. Yeah. Oh, typical Weasleys. Typical Weasleys. They're white. And they're weary white. They're walking in their weary white for the twine. It's so good to see them all moving as one. Uh, all the Weasley children run through the wall, even little Ginny. And then... <laughs> Why are you being this way? This is normal. So um, all the kids, so they're, they're running along, they're late. They, they're, um, Miss Weasley proclaims they will be late for the train. Um, and the two Weasley parents watch every child except... For Harry and Ron, yes, run through the gateway. Yeah, it's and not a great call by them. I ju- I don't understand. I don't understand. Maybe. They watch all the rest of them. They watch Percy, the eldest. Yes. So I they think they watch this Fred is and George real... and then Ginny. This is obviously a um. You have a fox, a chicken, and a cabbage, mm. and you need to get across the river, and you can only take one at a time. And this which is of them do problem. you think is going to eat the cabbage, Tom? The chicken. It, really. Yes. Do you think the this chicken will my, eat the cabbage? Yes. Because I think chickens chicken... just can't resist cabbage? Okay, fo- okay, okay. Sorry, I've misremembered. Yeah. Uh, you have a fox, a chicken, and a much smaller fox yeah, that's that covered in hay. the chicken wants to eat, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I think this is that A marinated where small fox. <laughs> they've sent Percy and Fred and George and Ginny through, and they've immediately realised that the interpersonal relationships <clears throat> between... Those three groups, I'm counting mm. Fred and George as one person because who wouldn't, Yeah, um, are set to explode also, in seconds. And you're also counting the other two singular children as groups for some reason? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that there are other hypothetical Weasleys or children that would fit into those groups. Like They contain multitudes. That's so true. Yeah. So here's what I think. I think that... Um, uh, the two Weasley parents were going through first to just um, give Harry and Ron a chance to kiss. That's nice. I think that they Do were panicking over. Mine as well? No. Oh. No, I don't want to think about that. You don't want to think about the two 12-year-olds kissing each other on the lips? Demi, let me tell you this. I want to think if about Harry and Ron myself, Frenching. Let me tell you this. If I, at the age of 31 years old, find myself with a queer reading of Harry Potter <laughs> running through my mind, the next thing running through my mind will be a bullet because I cannot be beholden to that world Oh, anymore. the bullets! How much are those behind the counter? The chocolate bullets! <laughs> <laughs> chocolate bullets are for killing a Freddo frog. Delightful, delightful. And you're saying this corn is popped? <laughs> Did you hear my joke? Chocolate bullets for killing a Freddo frog. Do you like it? I think it's good. I like the idea of a uh, person being bitten by a chocolate frog and then turning into one at the full moon. Why? Because that's like a chocolate bullet. Okay, so uh, 
Let me explain your joke to you. All right, you. explain my joke to me. The chocolate bullet here is analogous to a silver bullet for werewolves. No, right? it's not. It's just a regular bullet because Fredo. Actually, you know what it would be? What? In Fredo Frog World. So the Fredo Frog is chocolate and so is the bullet. So this would be like a meat bullet in our world. So yeah, it's like right. it's a meatball. Oh. that I will hit the frog with. But the frog is allergic and it'll die. I think if I was given this riddle that the Weasley parents have, which is you have this amount of children. If you were given a riddle, the parents will be dead. <laughs> a Tom riddle. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's good. It's a funny reference. It's a funny reference. <laughs> it's funny to say. All right, well. It's funny to say. We've got our beautiful child, Tom. <laughs> And now it's time to pick a middle name. Well, what do you think, Mrs. Riddle? Well, Mr. Riddle, I, of (laughs) course, am a normal person. I have no magical power. In fact, I don't even know it exists. Mm. I put forward the middle name Marvolo Mm -hmm. because I want this boy to be uh, a business on either end and party Mm. in the middle. And then she gets a swift kick in the flaps as he says, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. In fact... Wait, yes, we love Marvolo. <laughs> yes, but I think you did deserve that kick in the flaps. Yeah, I, to be honest, I was just looking for a way to administer that kick in the flaps. <laughs> so we have the, um, the kids run through. Uh, go ahead, Demi. No, I was just asking you to. Okay. Well, the uh, the kids run through. They leave Harry and Ron And then behind. what do they do? Well, Demi, Harry and Ron make an attempt on the wall and they have to be uh, moving at a run to get through the wall, which is, I, I guess. I think you actually do. I think I you do. No, you because... don't. In the books, you don't. In the books, they casually lean on the wall. No. Yes. In the first book, they run into in it. The f- yeah, but you don't need to. Like in the third book, I think it is, they're at the station. It might be the third might be others, but they casually lean on the wall and just fall through it. That's so interesting because I was thinking that it's like quite smart to actually require speed because that means that it's much harder for people to accidentally go through the wall. Yeah, but it's like but, – but it also draws so much attention, like yes. running at the wall. You're not oh, – like yeah. people aren't supposed to see the magic. It is – Yeah. I think I just froze. I think, <laughs> I think I, Did you stop working? Genuinely, I like. I pictured the spinning rainbow wheel from the Mac just then. Whoa, I don't know dude, what that happened. Sucks. That's Are you no okay? good. That sucks. When I do, I I picture the um I picture like that pixelated um hourglass that flips itself over. <laughs> That's nice because you're retro. Yeah, I'm you're not retro. like other girls. Yeah, and Clippy comes in and he's like, "I noticed you're reading a book." Okay, well, are you not like other when, girls? When in your life would you have been reading a book? I've read several books. Uh huh. Oh, do how, you know what book is out? What? The new Twilight. Oh shit! I saw it in the window of the bookshop on the way to B's house today. We got to buy it. We do got to buy it. Yeah, we got to read it together. We should read a chapter to each other every night. I gotta go against that. I think we should read it separately and then come together and share our. Anyway, this is all business. We get uh, Harry and Ron try and run through and they get stopped, Demi. Yes. They cannot get through. They Ron get thinks. Stopped. They run into a fucking wall, idiots. Yeah, stupid idiots. Must look like fucking fools. As soon and as you take away the magic from a wizard, God, do they look silly. We get a beautiful shot of a rather pissed off owl. Yep. And a- then, um, yes? Oh, I was just gonna say the uh, wonderful guard brings attention to them and say, hey, 
What are you doing? Isn't he like a ticket inspector or some shit? I don't like, fucking know. I don't some know. British job like a... Uh, Train police. Like whatever they are that are like on this fucking platform fucking thing. It's that specific type of British person who is wearing an immaculate uniform but you just know makes barely a living wage. And he's got a hat on and you can kind of tell by looking at his face that he has hair but you can't see any of his hair. It's completely hidden. He's it's so weird. He's like he sort of looks like he looks like Mr. Blobby got a glow up. <laughs> yes. So so um there's uh Ron's kind of like he's like, "Oh, if we can't get through, what if mum and dad can't get back?" and he like pats the wall twice like kind of forcefully. Yeah. And then Harry does the most piss weak pat on the wall. The th- like the third he's like me too. Yeah. He touches it. Harry also his response to um the guy asking, "What do you think you're doing?" is he says, "Sorry, lost control of the trolley," mm. which is great. I love like, when I am pushing right. my big trolley of belongings. Oh, sorry, I lost control of my big owl. <laughs> I got distracted by the fact that I was pushing around a big cage with an owl in it. Every time I see it, it scares me. <laughs> it really does rattle my bones. Yep. Oh, the owl again. Ah, I've known you for a year. Ah. Then they get to discovering that they can actually get to Hogwarts another way and how do they do that, Debbie? Well, this is great because um, Harry says, uh, why don't we go wait by the car? And his response that he gets from Ron is beautiful because he says, the car? And from the look on his face and the way that he says it, I really thought that he was going to follow up with, you stupid fucking rat. (laughs) It'd be, this would be such a perfect movie if it immediately cut to them being suffocated in the car with the windows up because neither of them <laughs> His idea it out. was suicide. No, no, just like oh, right, they've okay. locked themselves. <laughs> I thought you meant, I thought you meant that Ron was like, the car, he put a hose from the tailpipe. It's like if we can't learn magic, we can't learn anything. No, I was thinking that they would get themselves in the car and wait there, but they'd just wind up the windows and be like, oh, somebody must be casting a heating spell. (laughs) So, um, yes, they die in the car. Yep. But then we get the alternate ending. We get to retry. Yeah, there's a really good um, shot. So, you know, they're sort of like, oh, we got to catch up to the bloody fucking the train bloody hell. And uh, they're sort of flying down low that the – invisibility motor or whatever is malfunctioning. So uh, here's the thing. Right before they take off, they get spotted clearly by a cabbie who pokes his head out of the car and goes, eh? So, uh... Yeah, they fly off and they immediately get seen by at least one people. One people, yes. Whoops. Um, And I believe they actually in the end get seen by like nine muggles. I believe seven. Seven, We're jumping the gun here, Jamie. Seven is like a thin nine. So they take off and they're trying to chase after the train. They go a bit lower because the invisibility frankle is trumped. Yeah, okay, so this is the fucking thing. When Harry says, oh, we don't want to be seen, uh, Ron is like, oh, yes, and just presses a button that renders them invisible, fucking cloaks them up Romulan style. Well, he doesn't because it doesn't work. Well, it doesn't eventually but until then it's like well what were we doing before this because Ron's a silly belly Ron is very stupid yeah but that's fine you can be stupid if you want you can be very stupid if you want as long as he's good at chess you can dumb if you want to you can leave your brain behind because if you don't smart and your friends don't smart then they don't have a mind 
So we get a beautiful shot of when they realise that the train is approaching them very quickly from behind. Yeah, this is Just also in my notes. the most wonderful, what the fuck, eyes from Henwinch. Yeah, um, looking the owl the just <laughs> barrelling the camera. I don't know what kind of fucking dead mouse they had to put on it to make that That's, shot I possible. Mean, is that, are you really? Just a huge titty dead mouse. <laughs> like the most alluring dead mouse you could imagine. Yeah. To get the, that, I, the ma- that that owl does to camera. So do you think that's animatronic or do you think they just like CGI'd it from like the doll that they have of the owl? I think that may well be a, I mean, I'm talking out of my ass here, but given the motion of the eyes, because if I'm not mistaken, they also dilate the pupils at that time. I think that what happens hmm. is they got the turn and then they added the dilate and post, possibly. That would be that would be uh, my assumption. That was my assumption watching this. I don't think there is a dilate. I'm going to push back against that. I think there is a turn of the head and a and a very rounded widening of the eyes on the owl. Maybe that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. I I respect your position. I refuse to check the film. I respect my position as well. Great. And do you refuse to check the film? Yes, of course. Yeah. We're not going to watch a second more of this. Than I we don't need want to. to. I did go back and watch a couple of bits more because I was cackling at them. Yeah, let's go back. Uh, let's uh, bring attention to those when we come. Yes. The- um. So. Uh, oh, sorry, Demi. Sorry to cut you off there, oh, but I no. do have a note here oh, that's no. just on its own line, and it just says, "I love this train." Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So that's there. I yeah, really liked seeing the train. Hey, you know what's it's interesting? It's really nice to see it in motion. I'm not kidding. I'm pretty sure you did that in the first movie too. I mean, it's as true now as it was then, you know. <laughs> this thing looks great. What a train. It's a joy to see in motion. Uh-huh. I think it looks really nice, don't you? You know my favourite part of the train? What? The caboose. <laughs> You know my favourite part of the train? What is it? The passengers. That's oh. me being the uh, I like her for her mind. Ah, oh, fuck. I was just about to say my favourite part of the train is her mind. <laughs> 
liked the bit when uh, they sort of tipped around. They were all swirly and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, Harry ends up dangling out of the car like a Tom Cruise Honestly, stunt. I couldn't tell you how that happened, by the way. But No. Uh, well, they, uh, they veer <clears throat> out of the way of the train. Also, at this point, Ron reaches out his hand to grab Harry in maybe the most optimistic thing that happens in all of the books because mm. there is no physical education at Hogwarts, Mm-mm. no upper body strength gained. Uh, maybe some when you're like cr- clinging onto a broom for the fear of your life. Mm. But honestly, apart from that, these are twig children. Yes. And that is represented. There is no, like, uh, I feel like at every high school there is one kid where you're like, oh, that's, like, not only a grown man, that's a terrifying person to be around. (laughs) There's always one huge fucking kid who you're like, oh, you could grab each wrist of mine and just pull. And I'm saying that, like, that's not just the thoughts of me as a high schooler, that's the thoughts of me now. Yes. You know? That's just a terrifying thing. Ron, yeah, Big Show had to, he was like, what, seven feet at like 14 years old or something? Yes, and that must be what Hagrid's experience was, I guess. But the thing is, Ron thinking that he could support the weight of Harry is not happening, right? No. Yeah, and also he's reaching out with his clammy hands because well, Harry he, initially rejects his hands. Well, he doesn't reject them. He, he says, grab my arm, and Harry says, your hands, I, I'm trying. Your hands are all sweaty. And then Ron hits back, well, you're no fucking spring chicken. And um, <laughs> Well, you're ugly. You're making me feel this way because you're ugly, actually. You've I probably know. got small penis balls. <laughs> well, maybe I could grab your dick if it wasn't so small. <laughs> Go on, Harry, get hard for me or you'll die. No. <laughs> Flip your big dick up here and I'll grab hold of that and well, yank you this, to safety. This from the guy who said he would simply murder his own self if he ever thought about a queer imagining. Okay, um, and these guys aren't gay, they just don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we passed some time and they think about that. From yeah, I'm talking and okay. thinking about it. The... <laughs> Thinking about oh. it, the train trip seems to be quite a few hours when they take the train. Yes. You know what I mean? Because they bought it at like exact what it's at like exactly eleven o'clock, I think. Yeah. And they always get to Hogwarts at night. So Ron drives for like Harry does not take over. Fucking although it does get dark earlier in in no, but the I feel UK. like in that car, the amount of ice spy has been exhausted real early. With yeah. like, I don't know, I spy with my little eye, something beginning with C, cloud, no. Cumulonimbus, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Passing it back and forth just I like that. I spy with my little eye, something beginning with R. Mm, uh, uh, really blue sky. It's Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which one was on. Wait, Ron was the one asking? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm looking at Ron looking at in legs. the mirror. He's looking in the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking ah! Um. So they're, they're, um, they're flying for hours and hours and hours yeah. and they get to Hogwarts we both embarrassingly awed at the screen when uh, Ron turns to Harry and says, welcome home. Yeah, that was uh, we were both very like, embarrassing. And I was embarrassed. And we so caught ourselves. It was uh, humiliating showing our soft underbelly to each other like that. Yes, it was, and I'll never do it again. That's like... I'm a pangolin. If we had done that to a friend, mm. I would have to end the friendship. Yeah. Because they have the upper hand Do you want to end our friendship? No. No? No, 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 no. Keep it? Yes, please. Okay. Thanks so much for asking.
thank you for thanking me. I should check. I should actually check in. Um, do you want to win the friendship? Ours? Yeah. <laughs> check in later, baby. All right. Well, kick it on down the road. That means I got a little bit more road to enjoy this friendship <laughs> of mine. <laughs> what if we? What if then you see a yeah da 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 da? You see us in a car with cans dangling on the back, and the <laughs> sign says "Just Friends." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All our Ugh. friends are lining church steps, pelting us <clears throat> with barley or something. <laughs> barley? Yeah, something rice rice adjacent. A whole country? They're going to throw a country at us? All right. It's not a country, is it? Bali is a place in Indonesia. Yeah. So it's a city. That's right. So Have I was... you ever gone to Bali? No, I kind of want to, though. I've been there once when I was a kid. When you were a kid? Yeah. It happened to me. Are you to tell me that you, once a small boy, were also a jote? Some kind of hairy tiny tooth yours. This is a reach. Damn it. I don't know what to. I think it's good. And I think a lot of people. No, literal. I think a lot of people are going to really like it. Yeah, okay. So I was a fucking baby goat. Yeah. I don't know what to tell Stupid. you. Stupid. So right before they uh, hit the inevitable whomping willow, Ron makes one of the most fabulous sounds. And yeah. I had to roll it back to watch it. Um, they're heading for the tree, and Ron goes. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't fucking get over it. Genuine clown horn honks. Incredible. Yeah. So good. Apart from that, Ron makes the same sound throughout the whole sequence. They crash, they uh, land in the tree, the tree beats the shit out of the car, mm-hmm. but every time Right near the-, the start, the tree, like, fucks the car's back window. It, like, there's one, like, just penis-looking branch that just goes through yeah. the back window and it's very fucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very rooty. It's very, it's not breaking the window, it's penetrating the window. Yeah, imagine, imagine the rear shield as a maiden head. Oh, damn, you stop telling me the things are maiden heads. Well, that's true and if you don't believe oh. me then check your pants. Avast, I've turned up at the cinema, but now I need a straw strong enough to break the maiden head of this Coke Zero. <laughs> oh, I'd love to enter my abode. <laughs> Alas, the lock locked. My keys, versions. <laughs> Unable to penetrate the maiden head. <laughs> God. I'm so excited to finally get into your pussy and uh, just go to town on your hymen. I'm yeah. going to treat your hymen like a speed bag. Just pour you getting right in there, and I can imagine your your face just pressed up against it, like <laughs> trying to chew through. I want to get in there and just gagada gagada gow, like yeah. uppercut, hook, yeah. Yeah, 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 kick, yeah. kick, it kind of, pulling you know, out a gun. Do you remember when you were like younger and in school and you would be doing PE and they had those like uh, kind of 45 degree angle trampolines that you would throw balls against? Big time. Yeah, that's my hymen basically. Yeah. So you're going to be just chucking big old dicks at the hymen. And waiting till one can break the yeah. <laughs> break the mold. Every dick I throw at you comes back and bounces perfectly into my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hymen is a dick delivery system for your tummy. All right, this time. <laughs> <laughs> this time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm still a virgin. So callousy down there. Uh, Ron's wand breaks sometime in the chaos. He yeah, says, "My like, wand, look at my wheel wand. or whatever." And then the tree. <laughs> Just str- 
He does say like that. He does. Uh, the tree just beats the straight up shit out of this fucking car. Ron yeah. gets glass all over him. He does the same sound every time. Just oh. like a, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, the car car, car fucks off. Yeah. Car ejects them. <laughs> the car, I also have that. Car ejects them. Uh, sends their luggage shooting out of its pooper. Mm. Uh, shoots the owl out. It just basically divests itself of all the Ron and Harry baggage that it was holding yeah, and said, okay, uh, these toxic people controlling me, I've had enough of this AF and I'm going to make a break. Actually, sometimes uh, shitting out 12-year-old belongings is yeah. self-care. Uh, this is actually what's good for me right now. So yeah. it's self-care to eject you children and send you back to the tree. Actually, sometimes not being beat the shit out of by a large anthropomorphic tree is uh, a coping mechanism. <laughs> And honestly, you've taken that away from me. Watch out for narcissists in your life who will do things like fly you to wizard school into a big tree. <laughs> your trauma is important, but also you are responsible for your actions. The funniest thing is when people, and it's so hard to articulate this, but when you see someone who is like a fucking psycho but has learnt enough of the language that mm. they will never be in the wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, so fucking good. It's so good. Dude. Okay, mum was being toxic again by telling me that I should change my bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we, uh, we leave them. Uh, we leave the car, rather. It drives off, fucks off, and we have the boys sneaking inside. But there they meet Filch, who is holding a particular cat, Demi. It's <laughs> holding yeah. Mrs. Norris, who has red eyes, of course. Um, I want to bring in a fact How'd they here. do that? I believe it's special effects. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say I, I wanted to use I, I wanted to say when the car fucks off, yeah, and Ron's like, "Dad's gonna kill me." Like your dad doesn't fucking care about you, dude. He just left you at the train station. Yeah, <laughs> he's not gonna do shit. Your dad he doesn't know you're here. It would take so much more effort for your dad to kill you than to focus on just the remaining winning Weasleys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your dad's gonna kill you. He doesn't think about you. Yeah, he's happy to pay the price of the car crashing if it means you can never do magic again. <laughs> Oh, man, it's such a bummer that his wand fucking breaks because the Weasleys are so poor. They're so fucking poor. But thankfully they're friends with Harry, but that doesn't really come up again. Well, they won't fucking take any of his money. Oh, yeah. Well, he should just – how much does a wand cost? I don't know. It's a bunch. But it's like also he has to, like, go there and get the wand to fucking choose him or whatever, like put meat in his pockets and wait till it runs up and, like, licks his jeans. That must be such a bummer. Every time you go to Ollivander's, you have to be like, all right, well, no, I've. This uh, isn't special to me anymore. Now I just have to hold a bunch of sticks. I know. I killed my last wand. I'm so sorry. It was, um, (laughs) it it wasn't happy. So that's fine, I think. Um, Yeah, it had griffin dick and, like, witch hair in it. So now I have to try out a bunch of these fucking twigs (laughs) until I find one. 
with, I don't know, the mm. – uh, it's like pixie uh, cum and like there's like I don't know what else. Yeah, a piece of goblin vulva that's from the yeah. guy who uh, I don't know assassinated my aunt or whatever. Yeah, as far as yeah. I understand, that's how you do shit over here. Yeah, apparently you just like you just like choose the most traumatizing innards of this tool that I'll be using yeah. for the rest of my life, and you yeah. just like kind of link it to me forever. So that's cool. Thank you, Olivander. That's really oh, awesome. this comes from Greek man Eureta. <laughs> <laughs> this. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> the wand that is this one's twin is from Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing that Harry got his wand before he got to the uh, real dark materials. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking love his dark materials. Yes. What? Yes, the polar <laughs> bears, yes. What just happened? What do you mean? Something sh- like shook on my tit. What was that? Oh, it was just my headphones. The rubber like rubbed against itself and it like vibrated on my on my titty. You must get your house in order. What do you mean? <laughs> you must control your life. I just yeah. got surprised. You can't. I can't. You can't get surprised by shit like that. Demi. But the spice of life. <laughs> uh, hey, did you know this, Demi? This is from the Harry Potter. Wikia. I pro- I bet you I did. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to say that after I say this? No, I just bet that I did get okay. it. I did know it. Well, of the animal actors that portray yeah. Mrs. Norris throughout the films, the most yeah. notable were Maximus, Alanis, and Cornelius. Cor- Cornelius, yeah. Yeah, I did know that. Well, you didn't. Uh, but did you know that yeah. of those beautiful cats, all of the Maine Coons, the largest cat available, well, apart from the big cats, yeah, largest small cat available, yeah. but still nothing Coon, to sneeze yes. at. Uh-huh. I would sneeze at it, but sure, go on. Specific animal actors were used for specific purposes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. So Maximus was, yeah, of course, trained, trained to run alongside, run alongside Filch, Filch and yes. jump onto his jump shoulders. Jump onto his shoulder if, if it needed Alanis to jump there. Yeah. was trained to be held in Filch's arms. Filch's arms, yes, because she was she uh, was most comfortable there. She was the most, um, you know, uh, chill of the cats, so she could just sit in his arms. Right, she and she was to, so yeah. good at her job. What did yeah. she do? Sorry? She was so good at her job. Yeah. What did she do? On set? Yeah. As she would sit in Filch's arms. And what would happen? Fall asleep. She would fall asleep. You fucking got it. Yeah. I know because I already knew it. (laughs) She'd fall asleep sometimes and they would be like, oh, wake up the cat. But, you know, she was really good at lying in his arms and she would sometimes she would fall asleep. I'm so fucking angry. Anyway. No, I just, I told you already that I knew it. Shut your fucking mouth. You know what I mean? Shut your fucking mouth. You didn't know it. You've never known anything. I know this about you. I knew it. You just got scared by your headphones and you asked what just happened (laughs) because you felt your headphones rub against your tit. That's one thing that I didn't know and now I do know and I'll know next time, but I did know about (laughs) Chantel getting full asleep. Move on. Yeah. All right, I will. Good. I'm, I'm I mean, really you only said two tasks it. that the cats did, so you're going to say what the fucking third third cat was used for? They don't for? list it. Oh, they don't list it. Oh, that's so interesting because I know it. Great. Go ahead and no, say it. No, it's my secret. So <laughs> they <laughs> they run into Filch and he's holding Mrs. Norris. She has red eyes. Yeah. She's been on a late plane. It's a fun thing to say if you're not uh, paying attention. That's good. She's probably uh, been taking the um, That's a plane funny from thing. New York to L.A. Yeah. Or whichever one is the opposite. So what we said, both of them were like funny things if you've never heard a joke before. Yeah. So, Filch, um, well, take a good look, lads. This night might be, will be the last you spend in this castle. 
Oh, dear, we are in trouble. And that delighted me to no end. I love him. So beautiful. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I love Filch. He's fantastic. I love him. He's a great performer. He's got a good reason to be pissed off. Great performer. Takes it out on the wrong people. Yeah. Um, Love and Filch. Yeah. And so charming that he's always holding his wonderful cat. I don't understand why they've made this man that they want you to hate love a cat so much. Well, it's I so charming. Cat, I remember the cat in the books as a just cunt, a concept yeah. of a cat is yeah. actively bad yeah. and actively shitty. But I think it's quite hard to, I mean, maybe they filmed some scenes where like the cat just fucking eviscerated an extra. Well, it's just and then like, they were like, all right, well, we can't use that because it fucking went Freddy Krueger on the innards of this <laughs> child and we now have to do some, we have to uh, divert some dragon money into hush money for its parents <laughs> because this cat went to town. Maximus fucking carved this kid like a rotisserie And we couldn't chicken. stop him. He was too sharp. No. What, am I going to get in the way? No. Didn't Absolutely have a hose. Not. But um, I don't think, I mean, Mrs. Norris, like, she's not, like, she's just doing what, she loves Filch and Filch loves her and she's just doing what Filch wants. Yeah. So I don't think she's a bad cat. And I just think it's so delightful that he loves the cat so much. It's really nice. Speaking of, would you reach over and shake our cat awake? Oh, he! did you see that? He woke up before I even touched him. Oh, he's such a good boy. Hello, you're the most beautiful boy. All right. So we uh, we reached the end of this portion, Demi. Filch, uh... Marching the boys off, presumably, to meet their judgment for uh, almost 9-11-ing Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. But, of course, because of the sickles, the conversion is all off. So I think it's something like 15-4. 15-4, yeah, I think that's right. But we end up with uh, the kids being taken off to face judgment for um, potentially blowing up the Wizarding World's whole spot. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up just divulging every secret that they have with a big flying car. Um, hey, wizards, don't mean to put you on blast, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is the tea. <laughs> just okay. Call out post brackets thread. <laughs> they were they were driving literally the only form of wizarding transportation that makes a noise. Yeah. What, what the about, fuck? Man? What about apparating, stupid? But that like makes like a What about apparating? But that doesn't you dumb end fuck? up no. with you in the air. Oh, and also that's sorry, not driving. honey. What what sound did you think it made just then? So just say it again for me. Oh yeah, I believe it's actually Oh, I'm so sorry to call you out of here, baby. I believe it's actually described as sounding like a car backfiring, which is notably quite loud, like a big crack. So do you want to try again, honey? Like a car backfiring. Honey? Okay. So that would be like. (laughs) 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 And then you're somewhere else. (laughs) That's kind of cool. That's such a British. No, I just uh, lent on my chair. Yeah, that's such a way that you sure. can tell that this is a British series by describing it as a gun, uh, a car backfiring rather than a gun firing. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh fuck, that's a good point actually. Man, I can I tell you this? I was. You just fart again? No, I'm just moving in my chair. You yeah, can see me sure. moving. Sure. If you was yeah, fart- it's the, no, it was the chair. Sure. If I was farting, you would know, and what I do you wouldn't. Mean? Yeah, because they. Yeah, it. I know, because they'd be in my mouth. I don't have anything. I just leant over and can't believe you didn't acknowledge what I just said. That was really good. Because it'd be in your mouth? Yeah. That's the only place you'll fart. I'd know if you were farting. It'd be in, it'd be in my mouth. Right, right, right. I think that's good. You're being I so. You know, you're being nasty. 
to, to ground one of your jokes as good and then say, all right, well, you're just being mean you're now being because you know yeah. that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Let people enjoy things. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the end of this episode. At this point, um... No, I want to know your highlight. Oh, of course, my highlight. Oh, goodness. I would have to say another glimpse of this wonderful train. Uh, really? Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> okay. I I was really happy to see it. Yeah. It was quite beautiful. Hearing the uh, the toot-toot of its whistle was nice. Um, yeah, I like hearing the toot-toot of its whistle. And I really loved seeing the uh, the the vista of the landscape that was available to us in that shot as well. Yeah, that was I was lovely. a huge fan. I really liked, if I may say, um, I liked seeing Hedwig again. That was wonderful. And I also really liked, like, just the movement of the Whomping Willow is really, like, satisfying and good. Mm-hmm. It, like, looks heavy. Choose the way that they've done it. Choose one highlight, Demi. Okay, I... Because I, mm-hmm. we have seen Hedwig before in this. Okay. I liked the... Movie for for what it for what it was. <laughs> I was smart enough to like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Whomping Willow. It looks heavy, mm. which I think is like quite a feat. If you look at like, um. If you look at CGI, so that, that something that is really hard to do in CGI, and I think actually Harry Potter does quite well when they use it, is like getting the weight of things and the the slow slowness of some things. So the yes. one thing Willow moves with the right kind of like the the gravity of the sort of uh, the boughs of the tree mm. moving and then getting to an axis and like falling and like you know aiming at the boys. It's so like it, you know, if trees could move, it's really cool. Yeah, I really like that about the way that they do CGI in these movies. I think they kind of get it right as well with you know later on with with no, sorry, earlier on first movie with Fluffy. Yeah, they also like that. That's really good too. I think the weight like makes sense. I think the troll is really good. They do weight really good in the CGI. I think in this in these movies. Yeah, I think it's something that's prevalent in a lot of like kind of. I'm going to call them triple A movies because mm. uh, a lot of the movies that we watch on our own private time are uh, substantially more budget and kind mm. of feature things clumping around without a sense of that weight. So it yeah. does stand out, especially with the Whomping Willow where it's almost a little bit easier to do because it's rooted in place. Like it's something that has a finite amount of motion to it so you can really lavish yeah. attention on that feeling of weight. Yeah, totally. And I, I think I that that's something that I really appreciate about I think – they do it kind of sparingly enough in these movies. Like, you know, we've talked about the um, practical effects uh, of, like, the um, uh, the 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 flying on brooms before that, mm. like, that, you know, they, they kind of – they use CGI sparingly and when they do, sometimes it's really goofy, but, like, I think they get it really, really right sometimes and, like, you know, that that's that's quite hard to do. I think the uh, the, like – the best CGI ever, I think, to do with weight and stuff that you mm. will ever see, I truly believe, is Toy Story. Oh, really? Especially like Toy Story 3 because – and I think Toy Story 3, they really, really nail it because you remember the puppy from the first Toy Story. It's like, oh, they're friends now. 
and at the very end of the movie they get a puppy and then you meet the dog in the second movie and in the third movie the dog is old as fuck Mm. and it is beautifully heavy and slow Mm. and you can feel it. It's like I think it's really good. Yeah, cool. I wonder if that is – I don't know. Yeah, I – What? Oh, I was just thinking like I I wonder if that is – because animation itself is like a – an incredible feat, but I wonder if that is separate to I, – I wonder what's harder, building a world that is entirely animated or slotting CGI into a real world. I think certainly slotting realistic CGI into real yeah. world is very, very difficult. Because then you need like a compositor and people whose specific job it is to make sure that shots go in well and that – I don't know, they, it almost sticks out like a sore thumb. Yes, very much, yes. Yes. You know, yeah. there's sore thumb, famous thing that sticks out. Does stick out, yeah. Because you can't bend it. I've just realised yeah. that in real time, that the reason it sticks out is because it, if it's sore, you, you don't want to put it. pressure on it so you don't bend it. Maybe I do want to bend it, though. To well, feel. then I guess it... You know when you want to press a bruise? Oh, you're talking about self-harm? Yeah, I got a background in that. So what kind of feelings do you have about Harry Potter at the end of this episode, Tom? I got no strong feelings about Harry Potter right now, Demi. This is a uh, a wonderful romp. Um, the children acted as dumbly as children can be expected to, mm-hmm. but it was a joy to see that owl and that train. How do you feel about Harry Potter at this No strong junction? feelings, baby. Great. Well. we'll see you next time in the stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say now. <laughs> You've given away saying trans rights. And oh, now you're trans saying- rights, trans <laughs> rights, trans rights. Of course, trans rights. Um, J.K. Rowling sucks. Yeah. Fuck her. Um, trans rights. And we'll see you next time. Let's go trans people. In the stars. In the stars. Stop the recording. I will. I'm just getting up. Readjusting your shorts first. Fuck off. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.